Hey, welcome back. Uh, long time no see. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I'm going to be doing uh, some updates when I can <laughs> to let you know uh, what's been happening because loads has been happening. For example, this episode is a tribute for a book project I was a part of. It's called Rising Matriarch, Stories of Women Who Remember Their Truth and Power. And I've put together a mix of old and new, not yet released podcasts and a video on my YouTube channel. You can go check that out. Details for how you can purchase yourself a copy will be located on my website, bcpod.com, in the offering section. So, again, thank you so much for sticking in there with me. I know it's been a long time, but things are moving and... I'm changing and growing just like you are and I will fill you in as soon as I can. Thank you. Bye. Now, before we get started, what I would like to say <laughs> is that I'm very, very proud of what you've done with this pod. Aww. You've, I was there when you were planning it and talking about it, and it was just a concept out there in the air. And now, look at what you've done. I look at these amazing people that you've been able to talk to. Oh, that Darpan episode was amazing. But you've had great other episodes that I've listened to that... It's out there now. This is the BC Podcast. With everything that I do, and I've really only been doing it for a year, and it's the best part is when someone's like, oh, this totally helped me or this like as you know with yours as well and the work that you do like it really is the best part it makes it totally worth it and it's so funny even you and, and some people whenever they message me they're like I'm so sorry for you know bothering you or whatever and I'm like what <laughs> please let me know <laughs> whenever whenever the mood strikes you like it's it's it makes it so much more juicy and and fulfilling when, when I get messages like that it's just awesome I can't I can't, I always pinch myself. I'm like, is, are they talking about my work? <laughs> it's so awesome. We do, and I, I love that you're talking about death. And, and it's so, I talk about it to my family sometimes, and they're like, don't, don't say that, don't say that. I'm like, but, but it's true. Like, we're all, who knows? And I had this um, listener of the Real Rebel podcast, she, and I were messaging back and forth, much like you and I message, and except she was local here, so we were planning to meet up for a coffee or something, and I was, and as you said, I was so busy, I was so busy, I was doing things, and then I messaged her to have a, I was having a girls' night, you know, with, sitting outside by the fire, and I invited her, and it was her mom, answered the, answered the message, and said, I'm sorry, but Sage has passed away in a car accident, and I, it hit me like a ton of bricks, I had never met her, but I felt connected with her, and again, much like I feel connected 
to you, you're, you've said it, they've both said it a number of times, we're like soul sisters, and mm-hmm. there's just that instant kind of recognition, and I have a similar thing with her, and I, and I just, I was just weeping for days, and I think it's, it was the realization that, oh, despite me, like, going for my dreams and building this and doing all of this, I'm actually not stretching as as much as I could and it's not so much the doing because I think when we, we get in our mind and we think I should be doing, I should be doing, I should be doing, we contract, it becomes less about joy and pleasure in our life and it starts to become more about tasks and goals and we disconnect and then it's not and then we're not enjoying the experience which is the whole point, which, you know, it's so important to enjoy the experience as you go, just regardless of what your living situation is or what, what you've achieved or what, um, because it, it is true, it could be tomorrow that, that is the last day, so, so then we should live the experience, um, whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, the part that I think I was sad about was the fact that, um, that I've realized lately, it's like I actually don't fully believe in myself yet, and it's sad to me because I know I know that that I can, like I know yeah. that I can do the things that I want to do. I know that it's there. Like if you if you can see it, it's a possibility. It's a reality in some like you know it, it exists, and so it's like. I get frustrated with myself, like, why can't you just get on board with it? (laughs) Come on, lady. It's slow and steady. It really is slow and steady. That really is it. Because you're constantly going against the way the world is made for you to live. So no matter what, it's like you're you're constantly coming up with 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 obstacles and blocks, and and convenience is what they've made there for you, for or all of us. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're. I find I'm constantly having to organize and and like prepare, but there's only so much of that also we can do because we don't always know what's going to be coming, of course. So, yeah, it's that balance. But I really think we're all just we're all just doing the best. It's like what you said about you know not hurting the planet. You you know the planet is a living organism. The whole thing is so it's it's this it's this living personality that you're just wanting to be kind to the way you would be kind to yourself and to anyone else you meet. You know, it's, the planet isn't separate, but it is for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... you think they are over it rather than a respect for it. When I was going through that breakup, it was essentially the morning after that the big, I guess, event or awakening happened. And that's when everything like fully opened up and I was like, whoa, I can channel now. from 
you know, a long time ago, and that's great. You know, I value lineage so much, but at the same time, the energy of the planet right now is evolving, and it's very different now to even say, you know, two, three hundred years ago. In all of that, what I learned was that there was actually so much truth in all of it, because the Hindus were teaching me to love, and the Muslims were teaching me to love, and the Baha'is were teaching me to love, and Jesus was teaching me to love, and so I was like, cool, like that part I get. It, it's funny about um, the, my book, Out of the Jungle, because after I had my first experience in 2009, and it was, I had a very, very difficult experience in the jungle, and ayahuasca uh, told me to write the book. Mm. So it was channeled through ayahuasca, and, um, and I, I've actually heard from many, many people that they feel like it's an ayahuasca journey just by reading the pages, so, <laughs> and that, I had no idea that that would happen, it was just... A beautiful byproduct. Everybody that finds their way to plant medicine, my my journey was very very challenging, and it started that way as a child. Yeah. Uh, you could say that I that I came in um, fairly wide awake, and although that may sound good to some people, it was very very challenging because I was I was seeing things and hearing things and feeling things that nobody else was, and for all intents and purposes, I thought I was crazy. And when I shared things with people, they would think I'm crazy too. So I learned to get very quiet. And then by the time I was about 11 or 12, I was old enough to get a New York City public library card. And I spent all my free time at the library bringing stacks of books home on every topic imaginable. Psychology, parapsychology, metaphysics, you name it. I could not get enough. And of course, this is before the internet. And uh, the, the information you had to you had to really hunt for it and be guided. And so the books that uh, I was led to or were led to me, they all were a piece of the puzzle. And I started to realize that I well, guess what? You know, I I wasn't crazy because I had a different perception of reality. And in fact, I had some gifts that were not yet developed. And it was very, that, that was just the beginning. It was just the very, very, very tip of the iceberg. And as time went on, um, I began to, to understand, you know, what those gifts were and how to use them. And when I was about 17 years old, I met a woman, her name was Dottie Maxim, and uh, she was a, a, an extraordinary woman, very eccentric, and she would, she gave, classes on psychic ability and invited me into her home for special um, gatherings of very, very psychic people. And for the first first time in my life, I was with a group, of, oh, a room full of people who were seeing things and feeling things and hearing things just as I was. Oh. So, um, and that was my confirmation. That was my confirmation that, yeah, I never have to doubt what, what I experience. That was still just the tip of the iceberg. So now I had to figure out what to do with all that. And I was looking for answers, you know, I, I was in a lot of pain because I was very different. I uh, suffered from anxiety, depression, just so many, so many things that are, that are common to uh, people, especially who have these abilities and don't know how to navigate them. But I just kept going. And when the healing, uh, the healing occurs, the healing doesn't occur until we release those beliefs. And that's the point. 
And so once we release the beliefs of being powerless, unworthy, et cetera, et cetera, and we, we remember and embrace our intrinsic power and our unconditional worth, then the wounds that we had, they, they disappear, disappear. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to look after yourself. I don't want anything to happen to you. Please try as hard as you can to love yourself. Each day, just a little bit more. And please remember to put yourself first. Because you deserve it. Every single part of you is truly amazing and so beautiful. You are a complex creature and you're completely welcome here.